Welcome to I'll Tell You, the wedding podcast. Join us, Jenny and Richard, as we navigate wedding trends and bridal dilemmas, including juicy gossip from behind the scenes in the wedding industry. We'll be spilling all the tea and arrival drinks on our do's and don'ts for your big day. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to I'll Tell You, the wedding podcast. How are you all? <laughs> Jenny can't speak today. I don't know why. She's got a frog in her throat. I just thought I'd see how you reacted if I just went mute. Well, yeah, normally quite well. I can fill a awkward silence quite easy. <laughs> how are you, Jenny? Yes, I'm very good, thank you. I'm glad that the first episode has been out and the second episode has been out. We were having anxiety, <laughs> anxiety kittens over the first the, and second episode, but we're happy they're out now. I've had a lot of good feedback, so thank you everybody for tuning in. Like, I was actually really chuffed with the dress one and, and the second one as well, but I think because the dress one was kind of me under yeah. the microscope, I felt a little bit of pressure and I felt like I had pure anxiety over the fact that I was the first one as well. I know, and it's hard. <laughs> When you're like discussing something that you're so passionate about and then you think, oh, I've missed, I should have said this or this would sound better than this. But yeah, it sounded good. Well, I think they sounded good. I was happy. Yeah, there's definitely so much more to discuss. So that was literally more than a brief yeah. overview. It was in some depth, but there's so many more things that we can delve into about different things. Definitely. And I'm excited too as well. I feel like this is aimed at brides as well as other suppliers um so it's kind of a yeah and there's so many nice comments as well on the um messages people saying oh i wish i wasn't married yet because this is brilliant yeah i've really enjoyed that when people have said that to me and, and loads of people have reached out to me as well and said oh absolutely love the podcast i thought it was absolutely brilliant even one of my designers reached out to me and said that like it was so nice of you to debunk some of the wedding dress world as well mm. like and that was really really lovely shout out to <laughs> what's been your rose and thorn of the week then jenny so my rose of the week was the fact that made with love have just released a new york collection called never before and it was incredible so i have handpicked only three dresses from that collection how many was there um there was five hmm and I handpicked three. The three dresses that I handpicked, I felt like weren't already in the boutique. So one of them was actually the same fabric as Kendall. So I decided to not go for that one because uh, it's very, very similar. So there was one dress called Maya, which I absolutely loved. And it was a mini dress that you um, have a detachable skirt over the top. So you can have like a full length dress for your ceremony and then take it off for the night absolutely love that idea yeah it's incredible really nice. so nice. also as well like because it's like a boob tube well strapless dress um you could add like the uh, detachable straps that you can get from sebastian which is another dress that was released um and that's full um embellished sequin a-line dress and yeah has detachable straps um is absolutely beautiful but i've actually requested the designer to do me a bespoke one of these um, so the bodice will be fully lined unlike the original um and then the other one is grayson which is absolutely beautiful crepe dress uh halter neck 
with um, a detachable train again. Lovely. What's the thorn of the week? The fact that I went to Aldi early this morning and couldn't get the wooden kitchen uh, that went viral um, <laughs> because some bastard had been in there and filled the freaking trolley full of them. No. Surely they didn't buy more than one. Yeah. They bought the whole lot out of Ulverston. Aldi. In Aldi go. swipers. <laughs> Aldi, you're in. Aldi, <laughs> <laughs> you're in. Daddy, that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> that is so, so bad. Like, terrible. The worst. The worst. Uh, my rose of the week actually is in line with this week's episode because I'm going on a hen party on Friday. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We're going to Wales. Bet you're the biggest bitch of the hen. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's an awful thing to say. There's 40 of us going. 40. 40 crazy bitches. I don't even know 40 people. Yeah, I know. How does she know that many people? I don't know. Just busy chick. Very busy chick. 40 of us going. It's going to be a Larry one, I think. Yeah, sounds fun though, because I think it is really fun when there's quite a few different people there, yeah. because it means that you've got different groups and you all have a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. And we're going to like a big fuck off mansion vibe thing. Swimming mm. pool, activities. Are you taking your silk robe? <laughs> Yeah, no doubt there'll be some sort of silky PGA knocking around. Um, no, I was meaning like Hugh Hefner. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm literally picturing you in this what, burgundy cigar? red. Yeah. yeah, I'll find one, hopefully. But yeah, it should be fun. It'll be really good. So it's two days and no doubt it will be very sore heads on the way home. So this week we are discussing bridesmaids and hen parties. This is a, a fun topic to discuss. I think everyone's got good opinions on it. And especially the hen party. I'm a hen party connoisseur these days. I've been to them, can plan them. I know what's good and what's bad. Fucking hell. I think there's a fine line between like a shit hen party and a good hen party. Do you not think? Yeah, there is. Like the line's very thin. It can go Pete Tong very fast. Yeah. A lot of personalities to work with. <laughs> Topic of the week. So, bridesmaids and hens. So, first of all, we're going to discuss bridesmaids and then we'll mm. go into the hen party gossip. Yeah. We have a few dilemmas to discuss, fun stories, so we'll go from there. So, Richard, uh, topic of the week, bridesmaids. How would you start by picking your bridesmaids, first of all? This isn't like a personal choice for myself, but I think you need to pick people that you're going to be, number one, super comfortable with, number two... You trust a lot. Yeah. Um, and also people that you are going to feel really comfortable with and also really happy getting ready with in the morning. You don't want a friend. Obviously, these friends are also fine. But you don't want a friend who's going to stress you out or, like, be flapping over, like, I don't know, bouquets or flapping up. Like, you also don't want someone who's flaky as fuck. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> and like some people are and like they're a great time when you're with them. But if the flaky in the organisation part, it might be a little bit, get a bit tedious at times. Yeah, I think sometimes when you've got a lot of hen, a lot of bridesmaids as well, it's always better to just like dedicate it to two people or something. Yeah. And, and get the others involved every now and again. Because when there's too many cooks, we all know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe dedicate it to those 
couple of people that you find are like really your entrusted friends or people you think would be really good at planning things. Um, yeah, because sometimes like you might have a maid of honour, but she might be absolutely shit at planning. So yeah. a bridesmaid might be better in terms of organising money, getting like deposits paid. If you're going abroad, organising flights, people's passport numbers. Yeah. They might be a really organised queenie and they might be good at the whole planning side of it. But your maid of honour might just be there to have a good time and she is your number one. But yeah. She's just a really unorganised person. <laughs> exactly. And do you know what, as well, like what I would say to people as well is if you aren't even a bridesmaid, like try and be a part of it. You know, like try and be involved, like do something for the bride, even if they're a friend. Like don't don't think that you can't do something for them just simply because you're not part of the wedding party. You 100% can. And it's not to say that they don't value you and your friendship as much as the other people that they have chosen to be a bridesmaid, there's probably just reasons behind it or the fact that they can't have that many. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, I also think when picking bridesmaids, like I have a lot of really close friends myself, but I also know that if you're going to have eight bridesmaids, nine bridesmaids, you need to buy nine dresses. You need to buy nine pairs of shoes. You need nine makeups. You, don't buy, you do not need to buy nine pairs of shoes. Ignore that comment. <laughs> when and you depends. don't need to buy nine pairs of blooming makeup either or hair you do like, no you do not no i'm in the opinion if you if you ask them i i am in the opinion of being a bride and knowing <laughs> should i say i think if you ask them if, if you ask them ask them but if they're perfectly good at doing their own makeup and own hair then say to them that there will be a makeup artist there and there will be a hair dresser there if you would like your makeup and hair doing <laughs> then please feel free to book it <laughs> yeah maybe maybe i'm just a bit different in that i think i would be a bit different in that you've obviously got a bloody very flush bank account if that's the case <laughs> i just think if you've asked them you should you should cater for them bank if, of mum and dad over here it depends Come how good, it depends how good they were at planning the hen if hen was shit they're not getting the makeup done End of. <laughs> I mean, it's entirely up to you, but I don't. I don't think it's standard practice to pay for makeup and that anymore. I really don't. Yeah, maybe. And I think the same with goes for shoes because half the time the dress is over the shoes anyway, so you don't blooming see them. Yeah, it's absolutely shoes. pointless. I do think brides get in a bit of a whirlwind of like everything has to be perfect, but sometimes things like shoes, it's like you're not going to see them. No. So if they've got a pair of shoes that are comfortable and they fit the bill, let them wear them. Yeah. Because no doubt they'll bring them anyway and put them on. Exactly. So I, I honestly would ignore that and ignore the hair and makeup statement because Richard <laughs> is full of shit. <laughs> so, as we're discussing dresses and makeup and hair and things, how would you start planning your bridesmaid dresses? First of all, you want to get everyone's sizes. After that, I think you genuinely need to look at your group of friends and go, well, not everyone wants to wear a dress remember that and at the end of the day you want your friends to be as comfortable as possible yeah and you've got to kind of like think about the look that you want to create on the whole rather than like each individual person sometimes yeah because i think sometimes as well that people forget that the hardest people to cater for are actually the children that are around about 11 12 years old to 15 yeah. and the reason for that is because they're not quite in a bridesmaid dress per se but they're not in a, a flower girl dress either. So my friend actually did something really good. And she asked her, she asked them to be her something blue 
instead of her actual bridesmaids, which was quite nice. And I, I really liked that. Yeah, that's a good um, concept, I thought it was actually. quite cute. Yeah, that's nice. Because it was something where you could... They were, they were part of the wedding party, but they didn't have to be a bridesmaid dress. They didn't have to be... Or, or a suit, you know. Yeah. I'm all for bridesmaid being in a suit, by the way. Um, and a jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, jumpsuits are nice. But yeah, they could be part of the wedding party by doing something like that. I seen a thing on TikTok the other day, and it was the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen theory, and it was a woman planning a wedding. And she basically meant, if you look back at pictures of them, like growing up even now, when they're like these fashion witches, because they're dressed like old grandmas now. But um, essentially, they match, but they're not the same. So if you look at pictures of them, they might have like, one of them might have like a blue top on, the other one's got blue jeans on. And it kind of like, they look kind of like a girl group in a way. Yeah. They match well, but they're not all the same. And they're not like, everyone's got the same hair. I love that. Yeah, and you know what I think would be a really good job? It's a Dragon's Den idea, this. It would be like a bridal stylist, a full bridal party stylist. So they see your dress, they, you bring your bridesmaids, you tell them the sizes or whatever, and they have like racks of dresses and they'll cohesively put them together. Yeah, that'd be a really good thing to do. Good actually. service that, isn't it? Good, I might start that one. <laughs> there must be a way of doing it. Maybe it's once you've got your dress and then... It could be high street dresses that they source in for you or... Do you know what I mean? It'd be good. To, I think it'd be a good way. Basically like a celebrity stylist, but for a group of women. Yeah. I think it would work well. And then even the uh, mother of the bride as well. Mother of the bride. She can, she can jump in there for a little mm. extra session. But then it means all your bridesmaids seeing your dress, doesn't it, once you've done that? Not Maybe. necessarily, because if the stylist is just seeing the dress and then you're mm. asking them to pair... She can just Photoshop you on to a picture and say, ta-da, this is what it'll look like. <laughs> but that's a good one, isn't it? Yes. Good yeah. little job there, if anyone wants it. Or if there is any of them out there, maybe, I bet there is. Oh, there will be. Just a bougie one. There'll be someone. That, that, we don't know, that we don't know about. Yeah, probably bougie. So, we asked on our Instagram for some bridesmaids and hen party dilemmas or funny stories that we could discuss. So, we have one in here from a lovely listener. It says... Hi guys, love the pod. 2024 bride here asking for advice. I have five bridesmaids varying in age from 18 to 35. How do I deal with everybody's opinions on everything we are planning? They have such different ideas on dresses, colours, hairstyles, accessories, you name it. They have an opinion and it's normally different. I want them all to be cohesive, but I also want them to be comfortable on the day. Help me. My best advice is just get rid of them all. <laughs> <laughs> My advice is to let them pick an outfit. Yeah. Let them pick something that they would be comfortable in. Not everybody is comfortable in a dress. Okay, it does say dresses and I'm presuming this bride wants them in a dress. Tough shit. Remember that not everyone is comfortable in a dress. Yeah, true. Why I can't suppose. they just have a wide leg jumpsuit? that looks like a dress, but they're comfortable in it. I'm not saying that you have to go to the ends of the earth for them, but what I am saying is at least be respectful and make them comfortable on the day. Yeah. Because they are going to be photographed. They're going to feel like very much under the microscope as a friend, <laughs> especially if they've got other friends who they might be comparing themselves to, etc. Just be sympathetic towards that. And do you know what? Yeah, you are the main person of the day 
uh, you and your partner, you are the main people of the day, but also as well, if these are your nearest and dearest that you care about, then put them in something they're comfortable about. If you think they're a twat, put them in something they're really uncomfortable wearing. (laughs) 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 So... (laughs) End of. (laughs) I think maybe... Well, if you if we're thinking realistic here, they're thinking of an outfit, you're gonna have to give them some like pointers that you want them to cover when you're picking an outfit. Yeah. Whether that's I want dresses or whether that's I'm not bothered. <laughs> Sorry. What's going on? There's a guy walking past and I genuinely he must have been about fourteen, fifteen. But he had that big a quiff, I thought he was wearing a flat cap. <laughs> and then I realised he wasn't. <laughs> I'm like, go on. So you obviously need them to have like a cohesive look about them. So yeah. I would start with maybe choosing a colour that you want. It is your wedding. I think even if it's a colour or a variation of the colour, like so I don't know, like you go for bronze, beiges and creams. Yeah. Having something like that, that's quite... Mm-hmm. And then I would maybe suggest getting them to find a dress whether you order a few sizes for a few people to try it on because they might try it on and go, oh, actually, I like that. Yeah. And then you need to also decide whether you want them to be matching or not because there's no point even starting if you don't know that. Yeah. I really like what I've seen recently. Um, I'm not going to say who it was uh, because their wedding day hasn't been yet. But they had like some really different dresses. Like one of them was like really ruffled. The other one was like really quite bright and they were all like... A really beautiful curated look but not the same dresses but they'll have like um a flash of the color of one of the dresses yeah this yeah. is the mary kate and ashley olsen theory yeah it works it, it works. does it does but then once you've got that get them all around get them all to try them on try on different sizes they might find one they all like it is a case of process of elimination and trying them all on trying different ones on different colors different styles and then they'll hopefully mm. find something they all agree on or find a look they all agree on yeah, definitely. I think as well, you've got different body shapes, haven't you, as well? Like, for instance, the pretty lavish dresses that I stocked myself, I'd stock in the shop up to a size 18, um, which you can just try on and then order your colour, order your, your dress, etc. But they do up to a size 24, which is really good. Yeah. Because... I think you do struggle sometimes. A lot of the time you find a lot of these bridesmaid dress companies do not cater for the curvier bride. Mm. Uh, Bridesmaid, sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They don't cater for the curvier bridesmaid, um, which can be quite frustrating, especially when you've got a particular look in mind. So, um, yeah, but as well, you've got to remember about different body shapes. So, like, when someone's got a big bust and then someone's flat-chested, it's unlikely they're going to wear the same dress. Yeah, and my advice is, this sounds blunt. If you have a bridesmaid with a bigger bust or a bigger build, do not make her wear a slip dress. No. Because she will not enjoy it unless she is 100% happy. Yeah, because there's nowhere for her to gain support. She'll need a thicker strap bra for the support on the chest. In that case, she needs a dress to cover that strap. So having these skimpy little... um dresses is not gonna be comfortable for someone who's got a big chest same goes for if someone is a smaller build and you've got them in a thick strap a lot of the time it makes them appear a lot broader than what they actually are yeah so you've got to be sympathetic to both different or like a flower girl (laughs) yeah all look like a flower girl so it's like yeah good 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 
black is a massive trend. For just, bridesmaids. Yeah. yeah I've just had pointing loads, it out there. Like, loads of weddings this year I've done. They've had black bridesmaid dresses. Yeah, just putting it out there. Massive yeah. trend. Uh, champagne and champagne and black, I find. Mm-hmm. Everything at the minute. Um, but I saw these flower girl dresses, which were tiered ruffles, just to the knee, mm-hmm. but from the neck down. And they look really cute. Like a halter neck? No, like a dress. So a dress that goes up to the neck. Yeah. Not high neck, just up to the neck with mm-hmm. straps. Um, quite thick straps. And then in tulle, tiered down the dress. Oh, nice. It actually looks really cute. I'll have to show you them. Yeah, I'll have to see you. So, from the bridesmaids, we obviously have the hen party. It's the time to let the hair down. One last hurrah, whatever you want to call it. One last night of freedom. <laughs> Um, so obviously this is where it gets I don't to- get that you know like one last night of freedom like maybe some people are like <laughs> one last night of freedom but I, I mean one last night I have of a freedom food. I'll talk around until the cows come home but at the same time like I don't even if I was single I would not be the type of person to like go up and kiss someone because I, I'm just like anxiety mountain <laughs> I think that's why she's on the top of the anxiety cliff <laughs> about to get pushed off yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just, it's an old wife's tale, isn't it? The last uh-huh. night of freedom, here we go. Woo! Yeah, like... Obviously, there's big... I think some people are more excited about the hen party than they are for the wedding. Because yeah. it's just like, these days, they're so big and so over the top. Everything's personalised, everything... You say that, though, but they're not always big, right? They are, They Jenny. are not always big. I didn't have a big uh, hendo. I know, Like, but... I'm, I've, I've never had lots and lots of friends... There are people with a lot of friends and a lot of family. Uh, personally, myself, I don't have a lot of family and I also don't have a lot of friends. Main reason for that is because I'm so damn busy, I ain't got the time to make the friends. Also, the fact that I'm so crap at keeping in contact with people. It's not done on purpose. It's simply just because I have my head down working away a lot of the time on the business and stuff. I have a lot going on in my own life with my like small family that I do have <laughs> um I've I've never been somebody who's had tons of friends I I hate my school friends <laughs> um yeah <laughs> I'm not a yeah I, I, I yeah I wasn't massively into um school I think I'm like the other side of it I have a lot of friends I have a lot of family and I feel like you've got to have the big hen. I love it. I think it's so Yeah, but fun. what if you haven't got the friends? Like, but that's don't... also fine. It's not yeah. like you need the big hen as in like you need to invite loads of people. I, I just mean I ha- would have to invite loads of people. I must, I must admit like when I was getting married, I did feel a little bit like not upset, but I was a bit like, oh, I don't have lots of friends. Oh, yeah. And then there would be somebody that I know of that's going to Ibiza with 30 friends and I'd be a little bit like saddened by that. Yeah, but I think if it were, if what you had or what you do works for you, then that's fine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I was about to say, is that now I look back on it and I think to myself, you know what, like I'm really proud, really happy that I've got the friends I've got yeah. and they're really close. To me, personally, they, they obviously mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um but don't don't think that because you've not got a lot of people coming on your Hindu that you've got no mates. You've got no friends because I think there's a lot of people in that same boat. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. So I don't also... don't be fooled by social media. That's more my 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 thing that yeah. I'm trying to tell you. 
I also think if they want to be there, they will. Don't be disheartened if someone says no. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, I am like, I'm there. I'm, do you know what I mean? Like, I, would, I wouldn't I would make an ex- Not an excuse, but I wouldn't make a... There wouldn't be any, any reason for me not to be there. Yeah. I'd also, probably make the time to be there. Yeah, definitely. And I, I agree with you on that. And I also think on this front, don't force your bloody mum to come. Unless Honestly. She's, unless she's like my mum and she's like, I have to be there. Yeah, but <laughs> if they want to be there, let yeah. them be there. But don't force them to come simply because they're your mum. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Do you know and what? also, I think you'd feel a little bit more uncomfortable if your mum was uncomfortable because you feel like you're looking after her. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Do you know what? My friend from uni they always laugh because i'm like oh i'm going on a hen party this weekend and they're like oh are you and they'll say yeah there's like 25 of us and they're like fuck me that is so many people is their mum going and i'm like yeah and they're like what the hell that's so weird like why would she want to go but they would do like a spa day say with like aunties and their mum that'd be me and then <laughs> and then they'll do like a holiday or they would do like a small city break with their friends Oh, that so, sounds like bliss. That is like me to a T. Mm, so they're like, <laughs> they find it strange that their mum would go on like a big boozy hen party. But then I think, depends who your mum is, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Like my mum didn't come on my hen do simply because I didn't want her feeling uncomfortable. It's not her scene. Yeah, it's not her um, scene. She's just not like that at all. Doesn't know like a lot of my friends either. Yeah. A lot of my friends I've made like later on in life because mm-hmm. I left all the low lives behind. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's simply because I didn't have many friends in school and stuff. So it's not something that I've kind of like grown up in school and gone like, yeah, we're friends for life. Like I didn't really have that. So yeah, just remember that, you know, not everyone has that and, and don't kind of feel disheartened by that either. But if you do have it, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) You do not have it, invite me as well. (laughs) But I think it's one of them where it's like, yeah, you are right. Don't look at other people's empires or other people's weddings and think, oh, I should have had that. Like, oh, that looks so good. But my friends just aren't into that. I think like, it's like, do what is, do what's you and don't do what's other people because then you, you won't regret it. So, obviously, as in the first two episodes, we're going to do a quick fire round. Jenny's already had her hen party. She's married off. So, Jenny's going to quiz me on my ideal. And <laughs> <laughs> we've wrote some quick fire questions. Mind you, though, you can ask me on my ideal now because it would be different to what it was. Okay, then. UK are abroad. Abroad. I knew you were going to say that. Beach or city break? Ooh. Beach. I knew you were going to say that. I was like, I don't even know why. I feel like I could answer these for you. Beach. <sighs> Big or small? Oh, so this is a tough one because I think the vibe that I would want, it would be better if it was small. We're planning my sister's hen party now. There's 32 people. We're going to Barcelona. <laughs> it's a fucking job and a half. Even finding like restaurants that'll take us or like nightclubs that can book us in or even... Why do you have to book them? Why don't you just rock up? Have you ever tried rocking up to a nightclub with 32 people? You're not getting in. Why? There's too many. Then why don't you just go like five at a time? Mm, we'll see. We'll see at the time. But yeah, I think I would go... I would go... I'm going to go medium. I'm going to go medium. Medium? What's medium? 15. Right. Fucking <laughs> <I'll get> hell. <laughs> a party or chill? Party. Yeah. Themed vibes. Uh, well, I'm a control freak, and I'm also the um, 
I think I'm good at the themes. I'm good at thinking of the of the themes. But obviously, it's not down to me if it's mine, is it? So I'm going to... Yeah, but I I think this is a contro- maybe a controversial thing that I'm going to say now. I would have been more comfortable planning my own Hendo. Yeah, and absolutely. And I, th- I think it's 100% okay for you to do that as well. It is, planning like where you go, flights and things like that, if you're going abroad. And even what up to what you do to a degree, if they want to throw some surprises in there, then fair enough. But one bit of advice. If someone doesn't like naked people, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think in terms of like a theme or like yeah. a themed night or themed vibe, I think it would have to be something nobody else has ever done before for me to be like, oh yeah, I love this. Do you know what, <laughs> what? I mean? Like, like it would have to be something that I'm like, wow, this is really good because I can think of something really like... I'm quite good at thinking of ideas for things like that. Yeah, I do like the ideas you've had for your sister's Hendo, actually. So because I'm loving of, it. So because of that, I'm like, no, I'm going to do it better than me. So what are we going to do then? It'll have to be me that decides it. And then to decide your own Hendo is just a fucking gimpy, isn't it? Come on. It's embarrassing to design your own Hendo. No, I don't think it is, actually. If you're that friend of the group yeah. that is like that, yeah. then why why would you put that expectation on someone else? True. Next question fancy dress no 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 <laughs> anybody anybody it would have to be like the perfect fancy dress but if anybody put me in your fancy dress tiger I'd, king I'd go, <laughs> carol baskin i would go i'd go home because also the thing is if i'm going on holiday there's like a good two months of me finding what i'm wearing like ordering, honestly you should back, see the whatsapps i get ordering sending back getting things like ready blah 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 so for them outfits just to go to waste, it's just a real big shitter. And I'd be so pissed off. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm wearing like a fucking, I don't know. No doubt my friends would put me in like a football strip or something. I'm wearing something like, <laughs> or like shit trainers or something. And it's like, hold on a minute. No, I've got a suitcase worth of really nice clothes here that are going to waste. And I'd be fucking pissed off. I'd, I'd, and that's I'd, genuinely serious. I'd be so mad. Like I would be mad. I'd put you in something like a really shit polo shirt and... Yeah, like... see, I... Oh, my God. I'd, 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 I'd not, <laughs> no, we I'd not come out of the room. I'd be like, nah, I'm done with this. You sort of all bastards. <laughs> Classy or trashy? We can have one trashy night. If we're there three nights, we can have one trashy night. Three nights? Fuck me. Yeah, three nights abroad. There's no point oh doing two. Oh, my God. This guy. <laughs> I've never known anyone with so much money in my life. I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those people... You know, I don't know if you've seen that reel on Instagram where it's like I'm I'm mourning that person that I used that I was meant to be and it's someone who sounds... is really poor but should have been really rich. <laughs> and that is Richard. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. I am. Um, you've just got to fake it till you make it. Just keep going until you are actually as rich as you think you are. Oh god. But yeah, I think if it's three nights you can have one one really dirty minging night. Stripper. Fuck. No. Oh, go from on. Me. Just throw him in. Absolutely no. You know, my friend went, had a hen party and it was in the Isle of Wight. And the book to stripper online, great body, really nice, young. Mm. Let's add that in there. He was young. And he came <laughs> and he was about 55. He was fat <gasps> and like he was shaking like a leaf, like it was his first ever gig. He's never did it before. There was like 20 girls screaming. The bride was nearly crying because she was that horrified. <gasps> He was coming close to people and people were screaming like he was like a murderer. (laughs) 
And I thought I had it bad on my head too. They were like, really not. And at the end, he was like drawing pictures with me, and they were all like, "No, get the fuck out of here now!" <laughs> and they were all pissing themselves. I don't, I don't deal well with naked bodies. <laughs> <laughs> not even my own. <laughs> no, I think it's just funny. It's someone I don't know that's in front of me, especially like when it's meant to be sexualized. I'm a bit like, I don't know. It gives me the ick. It yeah, it makes me cringe and curl up inside. Um, but yeah. Next uh, question. Planned fun or go with the flow? Um, like I said before about the number of people, I think this depends. Like planned fun is good. Yeah. But planned fun is also planned and it's like, let's all do this. Woo. And it's not fun. Do you yeah, get what I mean? It's, it's too bit... planned. Um, I think if you go on for a number of days, one thing each day. Booked, yeah. Booked and planned, but not too much. Yeah. We don't want to feel like we're on a school trip. Also as well, like don't book the food too close to the booze because it always goes wrong. Do you know what I would suggest? This is a bit good suggestion that I think if you are abroad, book the food late. If you're in Spain, book the food at like 10 o'clock. I actually, I, do you know what? I'm actually thinking book it at lunchtime and then just go drinking. Well, yeah. But because I don't, like a... I don't think honestly anyone really wants to, they want to eat late at night, like a takeaway or something like that. Yeah. Not if like, you want like a, a full blown meal. Yeah. Um, if you want like a bougie meal, I would say book it late on, a few drinks afterwards. And by that point you fucked and you go to bed. Yeah. Well, either that or I'll book a really classy lunch and mm. then go from there. Yeah. One or the other. Day drinking, it's the devil. Oh, I know. You end up like a fucking, you need a wheelchair. Do you know what's funny though? Me and Richard have never been drinking together. Mm. Fuck me. Mm. I, th- I think that'd go wrong. <laughs> I've got a feeling. I don't know why. I don't think it would. I'm I'm a bit blurry. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not. I I I don't drink very often. So when I do drink, I like let rip, end up in a bloody shopping trolley or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. We've kept this dilemma for our Hindu segment of this episode. Hi guys, I love your podcast. I wish you were on more one than once a week. <laughs> so I'm planning my besties hen party next summer abroad. 20 girls. I know everybody has different financial situations, so I'm worried how many activities to book for the whole weekend. And do I give people the option whether they want to take part? Or do I just plan an itinerary for everyone and then ask for X amount? I've had a few people say my ideas sound expensive. For example, boat party and beach club kind of things. But my thinking is they need to just go with the flow or am I expecting too much of people? Thank you so much. Stressed. Firstly, um, I can see that you put in there that you are sympathetic towards the different financial situations. Don't want to sound harsh, but are you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being all completely honest here. I feel like some Hindus have snowballed out of control. Like, yeah. some are so expensive now. Now, let's get into the fun side of it. <laughs> <laughs> because, I think... Yeah. I think... At the beginning of planning the Hindu, maybe say, this is how much it's going to cost to get there, transfers, airport, all that sort of jazz. This is how much we're going to budget for activities. And then that way people can decide if they're coming or not. I feel like the best option for you to do, actually, is even though everyone wants to be a part of it, if the bride wants to go abroad, I would make two Hindus. One for people who can't really afford to go abroad, but would like to be a part of a Hindu for mm-hmm. the bride the only thing that i would say is be prepared for people to feel like they are missing out 
um, and they're yeah. not involved. I think whatever way you look at it, someone is going to feel like their nose has been put out, especially when it's a big group of girls. I don't, I don't actually think you're going to get away with that. Uh, and I don't want to sound awful when I say that. I think that it's just that there are different people, different walks of life, different um, financial situations, and it, it's a really hard one. Yeah, I think when you're planning the Hindu, if you keep in mind what people anticipated for it to cost, and mm. if what you're planning is now overboard, calm down with the planning. You can't throw like a bill on someone like and say, oh, we're now going to book this, it's £200, when yeah. you've already paid to get there. It's quite a lot to expect someone to do. But on the other hand, this is my advice to the hen party goers. If you have been given a date to pay by, please pay by that date. And if you haven't... <laughs> If you are unable to pay by that date, please let the hemp party organisers know you're unable to pay by that date and give them a date you are able to pay by or drop out. End of. Yeah. No, I, th- I think you're right. I think it's just that I was trying to be sympathetic towards both sides of the situation. Yeah. Because, like, I've been in, I've been in both boats. One where I'm able to pay, one where I'm not able to pay. And genuinely, as a person wanting to support my friend, wanted to be there, but financially, very burdened by it. I completely understand. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so I think it's trying to make it accessible to everyone. And I actually agree with the fact that maybe doing one of those things, yeah, fair enough, let's go and do, I don't know what it was now, was it a boat party? Yeah. Instead of doing a boat party, why don't you go and do a beach party? Beach party costs fuck all. I mean, actually, just go down to the beach, yeah. take your own alcohol. Take a speaker. Yeah, take a speaker, chill out with everyone, have some fun. There's, there's so many different options of where you, you can do it and work it your way. You're still abroad, you're still having fun, you can get some inflatables, you can yeah. do whatever. I think that's do these things, but maybe in a little bit more of a sympathetic way towards budgets. It's just a hard, it's a hard question, that one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's hard, especially when... It's also hard from, like, a, say, a bridesmaid's point of view when you've got ideas of what you want to do and it's like, you can't do them. You know the bride would love them. That's yeah. another hard situation. I think as well, like, though, would the bride rather have their nearest and dearest there yeah or would they rather be there without them and i think that's what you've got to remember and what you've got to think yeah um, they've obviously invited them for a reason mm-hmm. if they're not if they're someone that they're acquainted with they're friends with but they're not like dead close they yeah. might not be as upset about them not being there uh-huh. but for instance if it's their sister then i think you maybe need to have a little look at that <laughs> <laughs> i've got such a good story from a hen party we went to my friend's hen party last year. Mm. Um, we went to uh, Budapest. <laughs> it's very male dominated and my friends don't really like wearing long clothes or, you know what I mean? They're quite like, <laughs> they wear skimpy clothes when we're abroad, say. And like we're walking down the street and like people are fully recording us like we're some sort of carnival act. Like it was like weird. Really? Yeah. We had, well, one night everyone was dressed in pink and we had cowboy hats on. This was before the cowboy hat trend was like massive as it is now. But it was really, really good. Anyway, so we were in this nightclub. And it'd be like four in the morning. Like it was really getting late. Um, and my friend were in this nightclub. This big heavy <laughs> nightclub, right? And then like there was loads of... Little fish, big fish car bar yeah, box, it was right? One, it was one of them. There was loads of like different rooms to go to and whatever. And my friend, he, she's just so fucking funny. Like especially when she's on the drink. So there was this like... 
nylon, not nylon, yeah, like nylon sports jacket on the floor. And you know, like when you're out and you think everything's dead funny and you're like, mm. ha ha, someone put it on this funny fucking jacket that we found. It was black sports jacket. And my friend put it on and it had a badge on it that said USA Judo. And we were like, USA Judo, that's so fucking weird. And like my friend was pausing for pictures. Like, <laughs> but, like she was like pl- having a fucking fight, a judo fight in the middle of this nightclub. Then the next minute, my friend's only really small as well. And the next minute, this woman came out of nowhere spun my friend round on her heels like dead fast (laughs) and she was like that's my fucking jacket and we were like what the fuck is going on and she was like pointing on her chest going usa judo and my friend was going i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry." (laughs) and she was going usa judo and lucy my friend was like i'm sorry i'm really sorry <laughs> we, we were fucking pissing ourselves and then she got the zip she zipped it down <laughs> she spun her back around and she flung it off her arms and took it off her and Lucy was like I'm really sorry and she was like yeah USA fucking judo and we were like oh my god <laughs> and it was our last night so the next no, the next morning we just kept saying USA judo <laughs> it was so funny I've got a funny story from Hendo actually. Go on. My friend, uh, she got married last year as well. Um, and we went on her Hendo and she's got a, a gran actually, but a gran had a mobility scooter. <laughs> <laughs> and she was really struggling to get the mobility scooter up the like curbs of the like pavements and stuff. <laughs> I got on it. <laughs> I was pissed as a fart. And it, there was one point where she couldn't come into the restaurant and um, so I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'll go for a spin. So I got on this mobility scooter again. <laughs> and we, we, were got in, we were in this big restaurant. I can't even remember what the restaurant was called now. It's like, it's a big Italian restaurant and we were in a private room because um, there's quite a few of us. And as we got into the room, everyone was in there and I drove in on this fucking <laughs> mobility scooter and did rounds of the table on the mobility scooter while everyone was like, <laughs> like laughing their tits off at the same time, joining in. <laughs> and even her gran found it highly amusing, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So funny. She, wasn't, she wasn't like a normal gran, I don't think. I no. wouldn't say either. She, she's pretty young. Pretty hip and trendy. This week's wedding that we are discussing is Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Now divorced, but we're going to discuss their wedding. Now, I'm a big Kardashian fan. How you know? I've watched it from the start. I love them. I think they're fab. They are a bit problematic in some areas, but... Oh, it's not the Kardashians that I don't have a problem with. It's that Kanye. Yeah, it's a bit... Yeah. So they flew everybody to Paris for a Parisian celebration. Then the night before at the rehearsal dinner in the Versailles, which is the first ever party they've ever had in the Versailles, apparently, they told everybody that they're actually going to fly to Florence tomorrow morning and get married at Forte de Belvedere, which is like a castle situation in Florence. So they're flying from Paris to Italy, oh all the God. guests. They were married by... A... Just so you know, people, this is how the other half lived. <laughs> <laughs> they were married by a pastor who they flew over from America. Party planner Sharon Sachs planned the big event. She seems to be in there with the Kardashians. She's done a lot of 
episodes and things. She also planned Kim's wedding with her first husband, Chris Humphreys. Oh, God, no. You wouldn't <laughs> want that, would you? No. Andrea Pacelli sang as Kim walked down the aisle. Isn't that the opera singer? Yeah. That's the one my nana likes. No. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure it was. The couple got married in front of a huge wall of flowers. This is where flower walls started. They've been and gone, but this is where flower walls started. Yeah, they have been and gone now. Sorry if you're planning one for your wedding. <laughs> Apologies for that. <laughs> Apparently, before the ceremony, Kanye was a typical nervous groom, swigging from a bottle of water and shifting his weight from foot to foot. Ooh, so nervous. <laughs> That man's never been nervous in his life. During the ceremony, guests... The only thing he's nervous about is him losing his ego. <laughs> <laughs> During the ceremony, guests broke into applause twice. The first for the newlyweds' kiss and then second for the presentation of the bride and groom. Chris Jenner was crying and using a tissue on the front row. Escort cards what? in America are place cards. Oh, like right. place settings. That's not bloody hell. We've gone that far. <laughs> Escort cards directed guests to their seat on the dining table, which was engraved with their names on the marble worktop. So I've seen a picture of this before, and it's basically one huge table. And instead of having people's names on paper or whatever, they were engraved into the table. I wonder what the toilets look like. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever go to a posh event and go... I wonder what the toilets look like. Toilets are minging in here. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I bet they wipe their ass with gold leaf. <laughs> Probably. The table served as a focal point for celebrations. Wow. That is fancy. Let's have a look. I'll have to get a picture of a poop right there. Maybe I should do this for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh, it's really done awfully, by the way, people. I know. It's not the nicest. It looks like some kind of you've used from word art on <laughs> microsoft word but i feel like back in the day when they got married that would have been quite nice mm. yeah we'll go with that the aisle was also 250 meters long apparently oh god Weird. did she float down it as well no she didn't <laughs> <laughs> let's get down to the nitty-gritty let's see our wedding dress the wedding dress was designed by Ricardo TC at Givenchy and was worth a whopping 400,000. Bloody hell. Apparently, this is the I exact... I can assure you that she's well over budget in here. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the exact same price as Kate Middleton's wedding dress. My God, where are they going? Kate was... um. Alexander McQueen, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, but at the same time, the fabrics themselves, have they hand-sewn them? Yeah. Those fabrics? No, I mean, as in, made the fabric thread by thread. Yes. No. Yes. No. This is the wedding dress. I can assure you now that it might be a handmade lace, but at the same time, it doesn't cost 400000 No, it doesn't. I feel like that type of dress is actually coming back in. Yeah. So the dress is long sleeve, all lace, um, with like a scalloped edge veil at the front as well. There's a little belt, isn't there? There's a little belt with a side cutout as well. No, there isn't a side cutout, is there? Yeah. On one side? Both of them. Oh, yeah, there you go. Don't tell me what the dress is like and what the dress <laughs> isn't like, Richard. I think it's um, backless, like not backless, but there's no there's no um, lining on the back. It's just lace, I think. I don't like it. If I remember correctly. I don't like it at all, in fact. I don't get the side panel bits 
I think if they were covered up, I'd 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 be yeah. okay with that. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to our third episode. Yes, thank you very much for coming back. I'm very sorry if your ears are bleeding. <laughs> I know, there's a lot of loud laughter, I feel like, in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry if we were too loud in your, in your so airpods. I feel like I'm revving up for witch season. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween soon. Mm-hmm. Um, our next episode is going to be about social media in the wedding industry, bridal social media and expectations. Woo! See you later! Bye!